We're having technical, technical Sunday. We're back online. Hello, people online. We love you. Oh, my goodness. Let me, I got to get back online. That one's not working either. Here, talk on this one. Hello. Hello, hello. Okay. We can share. I'll share with you. Oh. oh, there it is. There it is. That was amazing. There it is. He said switch. Okay. I don't need this one though. Yeah, this one. This Hello? one's for the more manly people. It says. It says. Thank right goodness. Manly Mike. No. Anyway. Oh my gosh. All right, we're back online, so yes. we'll, we'll give some people some time to get on there. Well, good I know morning. Were, they were all kind of freaking out. They're like, "Oh my gosh, what happened? I just oh, found yeah. the stream, and now it's gone." So, but we've got Ruben got on there right away. Yes. We got Philip. Phil. Phil Norman got right on there right so away. Awesome. So awesome. So good. I know we got some people out in so Oregon. Faithful. And uh, they, those guys were on there. And, Texas. Uh, my, yeah, Texas. My mother-in-law up in Washington. Not for much longer. A oh couple of weeks, she's going to move here. You guys, they got a house. Is that crazy? <laughs> I know. We're so excited. Yeah. yeah. So They're going to, like, grow instantly, you know, f- from, like, being on a screen to being in person. It's going to be awesome. Okay. So good. Anyway, <laughs> good morning. Good morning. All right. Where, where are my paper Bible people at? We got some paper Bibles today. Ooh, that's a nice one. That's a, would you call that green or teal? So good. Dorothy Ferragonen yes. is in the house, everybody. Yes. She's usually online. She's famous in the Living Stones world. Oh, that one's beautiful. Carol McKinney. McKinney. These, are, these are our two, like, champions of online church. I know. Are, are here in person, which is so, so awesome. awesome. And they have, like, the prettiest Bibles in here. See, I don't get to see them when you're online. Now, now I get to see them in real life. We're, we got some more pretty Bibles back there. Oh, yeah, that one's bedazzled. Ooh, ooh, navy. That's awesome. Yes. Blue, navy blue. It's navy. That's, it's navy. It's navy. That's so good. So good. All right. For, go ahead and turn in your Bibles to Amos chapter 3. Yep, Amos. You'll have towards to, the back. You'll have to look at that one up. The back of the, the, the Old Testament. I yep. should make Lauren come up here and sing the yep. song for you all. <laughs> Amos. Awesome. And while you're turning there, um, you know, we, my family, we live, we live over in Menifee Lakes. Do I have any neighbors in here that live in Menifee Lakes area? Whoop. Yeah, we, there's our neighbors right over there. Amber, love you guys. I'm just trying to see if we had new neighbors, different people that we didn't know in there. But yeah, but we live over by Menifee Lakes, so we like to go walk around the lake. Does anybody love like just walking by the water? Yeah. Oh, it's so good, right? Uh, we love walking by the water. Now, I'll be honest with you. A lot of times when I'm walking, I walk kind of fast. And, and Chelsea's legs are a little bit shorter than mine. And she gets a little bit winded and upset when I walk well, so clumsy, fast. I'm clumsy, so I have to use caution. It's true. Caution for the clumsy. And, so, and then, here, here's what happened. You guys, you guys have seen my knee has been all messed up. It's getting so much better. I don't, ha- I don't have my brace on. I didn't take any, any pain meds. Like, God is so good. I got prayed over last week, and we've just been watching healing happen, mm-hmm. healing happen, and healing happen. I got supplied with some good vitamins and things like that to help heal. So, But while it was not feeling good, now I'm the one who's walking too slow. Are you with me? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, there, he, yep, he's back there, you know, just hobbling along. And we're, we're going to get out here at some point. But, you know, we're, we're going to be talking about walking today. So go ahead and tell your neighbor the, the title of this message is Walk It Out. Walk It Out. Walk It Out. Walk It Out. Who's enjoyed this Yoked Up series so far? Oh, yeah. man. This is, our, this is our fifth and probably final segment of yoked up, because um, I'm, I'm excited. We'll see what happens for next week. Well, if God changes his mind, then we'll go with what he says. He's kind of the boss, so um, we, we do whatever That's he wants practice. to do. But if, if you'd like, you can follow along in the Bible app. Let's see. We, oh, Sonny got back online. Good. Guys, share, share this new, new, uh, new thing on here so people can get back on there. Put it on your, put it on your Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, go ahead and go on the Version Bible app. You can click on the more button, click on events, and then you can find Living Stones Church in there. You'll have all the scriptures there for you, and uh, you can take notes in there too. So you want to you start with Amos? I, yeah. I'm so exci- Are you guys excited I get to preach with my bride today? <laughs> oh my gosh. Everybody Aww. say, Chelsea, you are good looking. Oh my gosh, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So good. Uh, you guys are cute so too. So good. Okay. On the couch. <laughs> True that, Pete. Pete says that she's better looking than Aww, me. Aw, thanks, Pete. Yeah. True oh my gosh. Half okay, right there. so we had been talking about this, and we were actually supposed to do this last week. But yeah. Then the boys. The boys were are sick. you chewing gum? I'm chewing gum. You want some? No, thank you. Go no. spit it out. Oh. 
You want me to spit it out? What are you doing? It's yummy. He's chewing gum. It tastes like watermelon. You guys, what the heck is happening right now? Don't give him gum. Oh, my gosh. Hi. I can't take you seriously. Oh, man. Okay. Anyway, so a monster this we morning, were, so this oh is going to be Lord. fun. Okay, so we were supposed to do this last week, and then my boys um, were ill, and so I kept them home so we didn't share, and they're doing great. Thank you for your prayers. Um, but yeah, so I'm super excited, but we had talked yeah. about this a couple of weeks ago, and talking about yoked up, and what does that look like, and what does that look like um, when you're in relationships, right? Like, yes, we're yoked up with the Lord, and we're supposed to be on track with the yeah. Lord, and, and that is, like, that's it's a given, right? Especially if we're in church, like, that's what we're talking about. But we all have relationships, right? Whether that's a marriage relationship, a parent-sibling, parent-children relationship, sibling relationships, friendships, that sort of a thing. And so we were just talking about, like, what that looks like even in ministry as we are building the church together. And God brought um, Amos Amos 3.3 to my mind, and it says, Can two people walk together without agreeing on the direction? And when you think about being yoked up, right, I don't know if you guys remember the first week where he brought that big four-by-four, and he had had that, like, over our shoulders. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go back and watch it online. It was really, really, really good. Watch week one. Um, But that question that is in our word, right, that says, can two people walk together without agreeing on the direction? Like, thinking about that, thinking about our lives, right, when you're in a relationship, when you're married, when you are dating someone, when you are friends with someone, when you're building the church together, whatever that looks like, can you walk in the same direction? Can you go in the same direction? I'm not even talking about speed or pace or anything like that. It's just in the same direction. Can you do that if you don't agree? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying, like, there's little things that he and I don't agree on all the time. Like, <laughs> cheeseburgers every night for dinner is not agreeable to me. I, but You guys... It's good, no. right? Like, pray yeah. for him. No, we, Cameron, we, put we your put hand on down. The smoker no, last Cameron, night. no cheese, bacon, <laughs> so good. No, so, I let her have fruit with it. I mean, so good to me. Mm. Oh my gosh! I told right. her I have to keep I have to keep my arteries properly lubricated. Oh my you know? gosh! But I guess the point I'm making though is that you can be different parts of the body and still be in agreement. Mm. Mm. Right? So there's another scripture that I'm not going to read today, but uh, you may have heard it before that talks about how there's many different parts of the body, right? But when you look at your own personal body, right, your arm has a different function than your leg, right? But your body to function altogether has to be in agreement. If this leg wants to go over here and this leg wants to go over there, I'm going to be in trouble. I don't know how to do the splits, Mm -hmm. okay? And that's what we do all the time in our relationships is we justify and we end up straining ourselves and we end up finding ourselves in a position where we're hurt, we're uncomfortable, and we're not efficient and we're not effective because we're doing something and we're operating outside of the way we are designed to operate in our relationships. And so find a relationship, evaluate all of the relationships that you have and find where you can agree and move in the same direction. And if you are... Praying and really honest with yourself, I think God will show you that there's some relationships that maybe are straining Mm. who God has designed you to be. Mm. Come on. That's getting real right there. And there's a response. There's there's something that you get to activate then at that point, right? Right. It's one thing to know thing, know something. It's a whole nother thing to do something with it, right? Mm. Right? It's it's walking yoked up and it requires agreement. Mm -hmm. Walking yoked up requires agreement. Agreement in heart. Yep. Agreement in vision, yes. agreement in the spirit, yep. right? You think about the yoke. If you if you go on online and look up what a yoke looks like, and this yoke with these two animals, if these two animals are in this yoke together, and one tries to go in a different direction than the other, it, it's going to put strain on both of them, yep. right? And so it puts strain on all of us when we're yoked up with the wrong people, when we're doing the, the th- we're not doing the thing God called us to, right? Do you do you feel that strain sometimes when when you're out there and you you know you're doing something, you're being told to do something and you're like this isn't what I was supposed to be doing yeah. are you with me and you just feel that strain that pull and uh, it, it it's important to be yoked up with the right people and you know what I, de- I go so far as even to say if you can't walk in agreement you shouldn't be walking together yeah yeah 
Are you with me? If you can't yeah. walk in agreement, you shouldn't be walking together. God yokes us up together to be united. Yeah. Amen. Now, I just want to give a disclaimer. If you're in a marriage relationship and you are, like, having these arguments, like, well, we just can't agree, and pastor said <laughs> that we shouldn't be Like, I just want to say, on. like, let's rewind a little bit. Okay? Yeah. We're not endorsing any uh, separations or anything like that. And that, I, I just <laughs> want to make sure it. I'm really yeah. clear because I don't want to feed anybody something that is going to dismantle right. a relationship that God has already said that nothing can separate it, right? Right. So if you do find yourself in a position where you are in a marriage relationship mm. that maybe mm. you aren't in, in agreement, then seek counsel right? and find a solution to where, you know, God will be in that. You know how we fix that? <laughs> how? This, Tell this, me. This next scripture right here. Matthew, praying and asking Matthew God to 18, show me. Right here. Matthew 18, verse 19 and 20. It says, I also tell you this. If two of you agree here on earth on. concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three are gathered together as my followers, I am there among them. Now, here's, here's the deal. You might feel unequally yoked because you're not seeking the Father. Mm. Oh, ouch. Oh, that hurt. Yeah. Goodness gracious. They're like, well, the pastor said if we're not walking in agreement, we shouldn't walk together. Well, if you're not in agreement with God already. Yeah. Oh, you see, you know, what? I, I've learned about marriage and what we've learned together about marriage is that if both parties are seeking with all their heart to serve each other, no. no. With, if both parties are seeking with all their heart to serve the Lord. Not themselves. And, and go after his purposes. Not themselves. Not themselves. No. Nope. The Lord. Nope. You want to know what's wrong with your marriage? S-E-L-F. Self. You know what? Most people's complaints are not because of someone else. It's because of how it makes me feel. You, you mistreated me. You made me angry. Hmm. Sounds a lot like S-E-L-F. Self. Ooh, nobody wants to hear that. Uh, we just lost all of our viewers online. They just, they just left. Five people are walking out. There goes AJ. It's okay, AJ. It's okay. Marriage counseling is free in this church. We will take care of you, buddy. Anyway, no, he, he's got an awesome marriage. They're amazing yes. people. But, you know, it's God yokes us up together to be united. And, and if we're not united, mm, you know what, there's, there's power in unity. Did you know that? There's yeah. power in unity. Now, I, d I don't believe in, in, somebody said this recently, they said forced unity. I don't believe in forced unity. You're either unified or you're not. Yeah. Are you with me? Right? You, can, you, you can't be like, oh, I'm, I want to be unified, but, I, you know, I just don't agree with you. That doesn't really work, you know? Like, like it's like you, you're either in or you're not in, right? Is that, does that make sense? It's like, it's like being pregnant. You either is... Or you ain't. You don't get to go halfway. Are you with me? Right? It's like going to the bathroom, right? You either do or you don't, right? It's like there's no halfway. And, and so it's the same thing in, in walking to get Chelsea's like, what are we talking about? What are we, this is all very biblical. It's good. It's good. This is, go, this is going online all over the world right now. I love it. Chelsea told me to say all of that, you guys. <laughs> all of it. Every all week, of all of the inappropriate, like, beyond-the-line things that he says is totally on me. Yeah. 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 100%. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I can't handle her at home, you guys. Like, <laughs> pray for me. So inappropriate all the time. So inappropriate. Here, where are my note-takers? Do we have note-takers this morning? We got some note-takers. Here's the first point this morning, and it's we will walk united. We will walk united. Amen. It's a decision, right? It's a decision. Sometimes, uh, Justin and I as leaders, we, we tell our, our team this all of the time, that we welcome conflict. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Why do we welcome, not that we love conflict. I'm so excited. Let's go have a conflicting meeting. No, we are not excited about conflict, but we welcome conflict because it gives an opportunity to buff out those rough edges where maybe we don't have agreement so that we can have open, brave dialogue because that creates intimacy. It creates connection in that way, and it creates unity, right? Right. If you declare we will walk united, there's going to be those moments where maybe there's some clarity needed. When you said that, like, we're united, but sometimes he says things that I have to ask about. And it, there's conflict here. <laughs> and 
and I have to ask for clarifying questions, right? But in your relationships, I encourage you to do that. Have clarifying conversations. Have brave conversations. Don't be afraid of conflict. Conflict is a good thing. Even in your relationship with the Lord, do you think the Lord is surprised by your conflict? When you come to him and you cuss him out or whatever, like he's, he's, not, he's not concerned. He's just grateful that you're willing to talk with him, right? And that should be the case in our relationships too, having those conversations but making sure that we come at it with the goal of unity. A lot of times we have a conversation talking about conflict or disagreement or something, and our goal is not unity, and so it's not productive. But when you have a conversation like that, make sure you come at it with a, a confidence that your goal is unity. The, the win is unity. And so now my posture in that conversation is different. My posture is not for you to hear my point or for my point to be made or for me to have the final say or the final word or for it to be, go my way or no way, mm-hmm. right? The goal and the point in that conversation, my posture is different where I, I want to hear mutually what is being brought to the table so that we can find unity doesn't mean compromise compromise Mm. can compromise has two different meanings and this is a word we use a lot in our home but you know you can compromise in a way where you find common ground and you find common unity right that kind of compromise is good there's another kind of compromise where you sacrifice who you are and who God made you to be, or you sacrifice your principles and what you believe in, what God's told you in order to please someone. That's not the kind of compromise I'm talking about. Don't ever substitute what God has given you to please someone. Come on. Follow the Lord, even if they don't agree. If they Mm. don't agree with what God has given you, Mm. then you just link up and yoke up with the Lord and you keep walking in agreement with him. That's right. That's right. That's so good. Come on. Romans 12, 14 says, bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Verse 15, be happy with those who are happy. I like that one. You guys like that one? I like that one. That one's, that one's easier for me. Are you with me? I, I can be happy with those who are happy. But, okay, anyway. Um, and weep with those who weep. Verse 16, live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Come on, somebody. Come on. That goes very closely to what I was just saying, right? right. That when you are focused on what God has told you, Mm. there's going to be people in your life that don't agree with what you're doing because they haven't heard the Lord the way that you have. And it's Mm. okay. It's okay. Mm. What you've heard from the Lord, I can't argue with. Mm -hmm. And what I've heard from the Lord, you can't argue with either, right? We're all walking a different path, but we can walk together, right? Amen. Again, different parts of the body, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you get angry with somebody because they just don't see eye to eye with you. Mm -hmm. No, you love them. What does it say here? It says, bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Come on. If they don't see that you're following the Lord, then you pray that they would follow the Lord themselves, Mm. right? You Mm. pray for them. You pray that they would see God in their lives to where they would follow the Lord and they would know that conviction and they would see what you were doing in your mm. life and that you would be an example, not somebody mm. who points the finger and says, what are you doing? How come mm. you're not serving? Or how come mm. you're not, you know, doing this thing with, for the Lord? Mm. That's not what a Christian should be. Mm. Come on. Right? Come on. You know, I think for a lot of us, just like, you, a lot of you are probably just like me. Do you, do you ever have anxiety in your relationships? You're like, oh my gosh. I, you know, for me, I, I, Chelsea used to tease me in, in the beginning of our marriage. Now she just knows I'm not crazy. It's just what I do. But when, when I'm having a confrontational thought of a conversation with someone, I talk out loud. Like I start thinking of what I'm going to say or how I'm going to say it and try to, did anybody do that? Some of, how many do it out loud? How many do it in your head? You guys are so much more appropriate. <laughs> For the, rest, for the rest of us who are just like me, you know, it's like we start having these arguments and start talking to people and sharing our mind. Stuff you'll never actually say to that person, are you with me? Right? Because you love them and you don't really want to hurt them. But in that moment, you really want to hurt them with your words. But they'll never hear, you know, you, you get what I'm saying. He'll be in a room all by himself and I'll walk in and be like, so who are you talking to? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, and it's not like in a mocking way now because I've right. learned that's just how he's processing. But processing. to me, I want to know, like, who are you processing with? You know, how, what, <laughs> I, what do I need to pray for here? Right. But walking yoked up requires connection. Yeah, come on. Connection. How can we walk together in God's calling without meaningful connection? Mm-hmm. 
meaningful connection. This is where Rooted comes in, right? This is why we're going to do Rooted together. You guys, if you don't know what Rooted is, start getting excited about it because it's where we get to have meaningful connection. After that 10 weeks, you will find new family who who are different colors, different age, different everything than you. And you start finding like, this is my family. These are my people. And there's this meaningful connection. Walking together without that connection leads to disaster. It leads to misunderstandings. It leads to hurt and wounding, right? If you try to do something together without that connection, you end up hurt because you don't understand the other person because you have no connection with them. Yeah. Are you with me? When you're not connected, when you don't know each other, then, you, then all of a sudden you're reading into everything they're doing or everything they're saying, and you're missing the whole vision of where you're going because yeah. you don't have connection. You know, what we found is the more opportunities that we have to be with people, the more we learn their heart, Right. When we learn how they've handled the situation or we learn how they talk about other people or we learn how um, their heart is mourned for these things or how they rejoice for these other things, then when we hear maybe something else from somebody that is an outside or third party, right, and they're talking about this person that we've had connection with, we know, well, that doesn't sound like them. That doesn't sound like the person that I know and Mm. I have connection with, Mm. right? I have meaningful connection with this person. And so now I'm able to not have a misunderstanding wow. because I know them, right? Wow. And wow. the same is true with the Lord. If we know him, then we aren't misunderstanding what he's doing, right? Yeah. He is beyond our understanding, right? That's yeah. a whole nother thing, right? <laughs> There's plenty of things that I'm like, I, it's over right. my head, right? But when we have meaningful connection, then we can kind of weed out those distortions, those thought That's distortions, right. those things that the enemy tries, those little fire starters that he tries to put in those relationships, especially mm. in church, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think he, the enemy wants us united? You want? Oh, you man. think he wants us to have meaningful connection? Come on. There's no way. And so what, why? Because then we're so much more powerful. You mean like what it said in Matthew 18? Exactly. Where, where like if two or more are gathered together exactly. and pray for things exactly. in accordance to God's exactly. word, that things will happen? Exactly. So you mean if we have meaningful connection, God will move? I just gave you the oh, recipe. Crud. The you enemy guys. doesn't like that. Right? Because we're it. so powerful when we're united and when we have meaningful oh, connection. Wow. And so... Be mindful of that when you feel offended, Mm. offense rise up in you, when Mm. you feel bitterness or resentment or those Mm. things, check, check yourself a little bit and just make sure it doesn't always come from the enemy. Sometimes it just comes from undealt with Mm. stuff in us, Mm. right? But be honest with yourself and then adjust. Mm -hmm. Pressure either breaks you or builds you. Pressure either breaks you or builds you. And it's all based on who again? S-E-L-F, self, right? If you don't feel connected, whose fault is that? It's the pastor's fault. That's right. It's, it's Pastor Chelsea's fault. It's Pastor Justin's fault that I don't feel. Nope. Nope. It's S-E-L-F, self. It's not, it's not your, your small group leader's fault. It's not your worship leader's fault. It's not the children's director's fault. It's... It's S-E-L-F, self. If you want to be connected, you choose to be connected. Amen? Amen? You choose to be connected. 1 Corinthians 1.10 says, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, by the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ, to live in harmony with each other. Let there be no divisions. How many? No. No divisions in the church. Rather, be of one mind, united in thought and purpose. Holy moly. Gosh, is anybody reading their Bibles these days? You know, like, I just think about that. How many, how many churches are fighting each other right now? How many people within the church are fighting each other right now? And we read this and it says, let no divisions be in the church. Rather, be of one mind, united in thought and purpose. Who, who's, whose thoughts and whose purpose do you think? Hmm. Yours? You know, I don't have the best <laughs> thoughts and purposes no. I've heard. Yeah, I, I think maybe maybe if I link up with Dante, Dante. He, has, he has really good thoughts yes. and purposes. Yes, you know, absolutely. I, you know what? I think Dante would probably agree with me that it's probably more God's thoughts yes. and God's Amen. purposes. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I've heard somewhere that his thoughts are higher than my thoughts, his ways higher than my ways. Yep. Maybe we should go for that. 
That sounds like a good idea. You know, Matthew 12, 25 says, Jesus knew their thoughts and replied. Oh, goodness. What if Jesus knew your thoughts? <laughs> what if? What Because he does. <gasps> he hears your thoughts right now. He's like, oh, my goodness. Are you really thinking that right now? Are you thinking about in and out right now? <laughs> Justin, Justin, He's how long surprised. must I be with you? <laughs> Jesus knew their thoughts and replied, any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed. Mm. A town or family splintered by feuding will fall apart. Listen, when the fight comes, when those things of division come, this is where the pressure either breaks you or builds you. The pressure can, can come and then all of a sudden it breaks relationships apart. Do you feel that in your marriage when, when, when you have more month than you have money? Come on, anybody with me, right? right? All of a sudden, you're wondering, when is the paycheck going to come through? It's supposed to come through right now. Why isn't it coming through right now? How am I going to pay for gas in five minutes, right? Are you with me? And then all of a sudden, you're arguing about what you spent and what you did and all those things. <laughs> I, you know, I don't see a whole lot of people argue when they have too much money. They argue when they don't have enough, right? It's that pressure. When that pressure comes in our marriage, and there's so many things that jolt our marriage. There's so many things that jolt our relationships that create pressure. But when that pressure comes, we can allow it to break us apart. We can allow it to push us away, or we can allow it to build us up. And when we build up, we create greater connection. Are you with me? Do I have some brothers and sisters who served in our military? Can you raise your hand for me? Yeah. Come on. Come on. I, got, I know I've got some Marines in here. Those are my, my brothers and sisters. Hoorah. How many Army, Army people we got in here? That's good. They're all at the other church. Um, do we have, I'm just kidding. Do we have any Navy guys in here? Oh, we got some Navy guys. Yep, yep. The taxi service for the Marines. That's wonderful. No. And then do we have some Coast Guard? Coast Guard? They're, they're all out there doing on the coast right now, surfing, doing something. I'm just kidding. And, uh, oh, Air Force. Where's my Air Force guys? I know I have some Air Force people in here. Nope, they slept in today. That's good. Wonderful. Uh, they're, they're probably watching online. You know. But thank you for serving our yes. country. Because being united together, we fight for the same purpose. Amen? Yeah. Amen. And I'm so grateful for what, you, what you've done and how you've played your part in, uh, in serving together and walking out your faith. Yeah. So Amen? Good. Amen. Mm. I just, you know, even in this moment, I'm, I'm thinking about all of the people mm. that we've been doing ministry with, yeah. right? Over the last six months, the last year, the last five years, right? Mm-hmm. Um. We're coming up on five years, actually, since we stepped into this building. To this building, yeah. yeah. Center Point French Valley. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, were you yeah. guys there yet? You, I know you weren't here, but you were at Center Point, right? Okay, so cool. But I think about, like, Suzanne was yep. there. Suzanne yep. was there when we started. and I We think got some about, OGs in the house. Yeah, I think about all of the the ministry and all of the life that we've gone yeah. through together, right? And those things, because we've been able to have conversations and communication, we've and been connection. able to have connection. That's exactly. Right. And I think about Dante. Dante's been like, every time Pastor Everybody calls him. Everybody look at Dante. That's Dante. <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like afraid. He that puts like, our podcast together. Yes, the Here We Grow amazing. podcast. So awesome. Subscribe. So Watch faithful. on your way to work. But I just think about those moments, Listen. right? Those people who yeah. we've done ministry with, right? And maybe it's your first time, and we're going to do life with you, yeah. right? And it's those moments that bring us together, right? It's those moments in the good moments and the not-so-fun moments, <laughs> right? Those conversations that are like, oh, my gosh, we get to celebrate with you. And then yeah. those moments where it's like, okay, let's go to war. Let's, yep. let's pray. Let's, you know, tackle this together. You Come know, on. it's in those moments where you build connection because Walk you're doing connected. life together. Because in that moment, right, you have a choice. There can be civil war where you can be divided and you mm. can just, mm. well, we just don't see eye to eye or I just, it's not worth the fight mm-hmm. or <laughs> whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like, I just don't want to deal mm-hmm. with it. There's avoidance or whatever. Yep. Um, but something that we always say in, in marriage counseling and premarital counseling is that the relationship is always more important than the issue. Come on. Good word. That connection. Write that yeah. Write that down. Put that in your notes. That's write it on your spouse's mirror. Not in. No. Oh, okay. no. That's terrible advice. Self. Remember? S-E-L-F. Gosh. That's this what I guy. meant to say. Who invited you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
But those are the moments, right, when you realize that the relationship is more important than the issue. The connection, the vision, the unity, the, the spirit, all of that is more important than whatever the issue is, right? Mm. And it's being able to recognize there's a difference. Right. right? Here's a great question. Like, have, we've, we've had some pretty big bad fights sometimes, huh? For sure. We have. We have any married people out there had some big bad <laughs> fights? On the way to church today. Oh, my gosh. Right? Come on, right? Just being real. No, we didn't. We, we drove separate cars. <laughs> but, but, you know, but, right? it, it helps sometimes, right? Right, Lynn? Come on. Oh Lynn knows. God. Lynn knows. Um, but, you know, we have, we have hard fights sometimes. You know, we think about our fights. We can, I remember, like, the results of our fights, like, how bad they were. You remember how bad some of those fights were? Something coming to mind right now, like, when you slammed the door and walked out the door. Or, you know, I, I ride a motorcycle, so, Chelsea, you know, if I, if I slam the door and go get on that thing, that's a scary thing, right? You know, like, oh, don't go, don't be angry and don't run away. But you, can I tell you something? I don't remember what the fights were about. What, what started the fight? Was it the trash? Was it the, well, I didn't do what I was supposed to do? You didn't do what you're supposed to do? I was, I, you were supposed to pay that bill, not me. Why, why, where, why weren't you watching the kids when they were doing their thing, right? Like, all of a sudden, we don't remember what the fight was about. We remember how, how angry we got. We remember how we felt in that moment, but we don't remember what it's about. So here's a question. So if you don't remember what it's about five years from now, why do you give it so much attention now? Yeah, come on. Oh, goodness, right? And we're all human. Oh, I... Guess what? Chelsea and I have not had our last argument yet. <laughs> nope. Right? Because we're still human. We're still human, and I'm right most of the time. <laughs> it's, not, it's not true. It's not true. I'm only saying that because I, I just have a let microphone. them think it and then have yeah, a much yeah. more peaceful home. For sure. For sure. No, we, we learn things about each other, and we figure yeah. out where those things are. And, uh, it took us nine years to figure out it. We're, we, we have a happier marriage if Chelsea drives. <laughs> it's true. 100%. And is it because she's a better driver? Yeah. <laughs> Coaching you. This is how you're supposed to answer. No. She's not a better driver. But she feels like she is. So that makes us feel better. I can, I, I'll go to sleep in the car. Anybody like sleeping in the car? I love sleeping in the car. It also gives, it's now my office. I get to answer all your texts and emails and all those things and, and do those things. And, and I know if I fall asleep, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to heaven if I die. If she crashes, it's, it's going to be okay. Chelsea's not ready to go to heaven yet. Just pray for her salvation, you know? Um, but anyway, here's point number two for my note takers. Let's get back to preaching, talking about God's word because it's so good. Note takers, here's point number two. We will walk connected. We will walk connected. We will walk connected. So can you just break it down just a little mm. bit of what's the difference between down, walking man. united and walking connected? How, how are those two things differently, different? Walking united, right? So we're walking in the same purpose. Are you with me? Now, there's a church down the street. There's a church right next door. If you, if you want an awesome church to go to, Access Church is right next door. Right. We walk united because we have the same Savior. We have the same Jesus. We have the same vision for people to reach God and to do, to do all those things, to, to walk united. Are you with me? Yeah. The church down the street from there, the church down the street from there. Like it, I've told people all the time, and I absolutely mean it. If you feel like, hey, I feel like I'm called to a different kind of church, come talk to me about it. I'll tell you what kind of church to go to. I'll send you to the type of church you want to go to. But here's the thing. We walk united, but we don't walk connected. Mm. You see, we have a vision as Living Stones Church of what God's called us to do. Different parts of the body, right? Can I tell you something? That my, my finger isn't as connected to my toes as my foot is. Are you with me? Yeah. We're, we have some distance. We're united. We're going in the same direction. Yeah. But we're, we're not quite connected. Are you with me? Yeah. So the same thing in the body of Christ, right? Each church, right? I've asked God this tons of times. Like, Lord, we have so many churches in this valley. Why, why do we need to even be a church? I mean, there's so many good ones. We could, we could help a church grow if we all just went to be a part of that church right over there. I thought, I've had those thoughts going like, God, why? But then he says, I gave you a specific vision to be a specific part of the body, to do something specific for the body. Are you with me? Yeah. And then so walking connected is where you and I and, and all us together, we walk connected for the vision that God has given this house. Amen? 
and we walk united with the other churches. We are not in competition with any other churches out there. Are you with me? Right? We are united together. And when somebody comes here and they're like, I just don't, I, I, there's something that's not connecting with me here. Well, maybe you're not supposed to be here. That's okay. It's not something to get upset about. Are you with me? If God called you to be a part of the body somewhere else and you're misplaced, if I, if I put my, my finger bones where my toe bones are supposed to, I'm going to look pretty silly. I mean, I might have really good penmanship, you know. Like, you know nobody, right? I mean, but at the same time, like, you're supposed to be in a specific place and only the Lord can tell you that. Are you with me? And so, so that's that difference between walking united and walking connected. So good. So good. In Colossians 2, do you want to read that? Oh, is, it, is that one too long for you? I'll, I'll be happy to read that for you. That was your scripture that is you it? brought to the is table. It? Yeah. All right. I, I don't want to steal your thunder. You, you guys noticed that she only read Amos 3.3, 3, which I know. was he read two a few of my sentences. Scriptures. Two sentences. So I get the, the five-paragraph okay. essay right here. Are you ready? I Colossians defer. 2, verse 1. says, I want you to know how much I have agonized for you. This is actually your scripture. You lied. No. And for the church of Laodicea. She was just afraid to have to say Laodicea. Laodicea. Good job. And for many other believers who have never met me personally. Verse 2. I want them to be encouraged. Somebody say encouraged. Encouraged. Encouraged and knit. Somebody say knit. Encourage and knit together by strong ties of love. love. I want them to have complete confidence. Somebody say confidence. confidence. Confidence that they understand God's mysterious plan, which is Christ himself. In him lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Verse 4, I am telling you this so no one will deceive you with well-crafted arguments. Mm, come on, somebody. Verse 5, for though I am far away from you, my heart is with you, and I rejoice that you are living as you should and that your faith in Christ is strong. You know, God's yoke for us is to be encouraged and knit together. Come on. Mm, let me say that again. God's yoke for us yeah. is to be encouraged and knit together. Gosh, I pray that the church of Jesus Christ is encouraged and knit together. Can I tell you, the, the stuff we're going through politically and all the different okay. stuff there, if, if the church is divided, it will not stand. God's word already says this. Yeah. This has said this for thousands of years, yeah. right? God, God's word says this, that if we don't stand together, if we stand divided, we'll fall. How, how important in this day and age is it to be united and connected? Are you with me? Yep. So important, right, Scott? So important. So important that we stay united and connected, knit together, encouraged. Are you with me? I want them to have complete confidence. I got to be honest with you with how many arguments and how much whining. I mean, I go on YouTube to get encouraged and, and listen to somebody's sermon, and I get, as soon as I listen to their sermon, I get to hear five sermons about how bad that person is. Are you with me? Yeah, anybody get stuck in those little wormholes? Like you're like, oh, the, Stephen Furtick is the is the, the devil, or or you know, you know, Joel Osteen is the devil. Like, dude, you know what? I just need God's word to speak to me and feed me. I don't need all the other stuff. Are you with me? God called them to be a different part of the body. Surprise! Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Right? Joel Osteen can sit there and smile with the best smile in the world and, and tell people how amazing they are in the vision of God. But you know what? I'm not Joel Osteen. That's, I, I hope I get to be his friend one day, but I'm not Joel Osteen. It's okay. It's okay for people to be different. It's okay to get your word from different places, to hear God's word, right? Test it against the word, right? To make sure it's not false teaching. But at the same time, I don't believe those guys are false teachers. Goodness gracious, just because they reach more people. You know, when you reach more people, you get more people who complain. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I mean, Jesus, for instance, I mean, one out of 12 sent him to the cross. I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, if, if Jesus can't get everybody to agree with him and what they're doing and how they're doing it, why do we think that any pastor or any church is going to have everybody agree with them? Yeah. Are you with me? Come on. Yeah. There's just something that's so important about looking for unity, looking for reasons to unify. Are you with yeah. me? So good. Come on. And even in our relationships, our daily relationships, right? Finding ways, asking yourself, how can I encourage, bring encouragement to this relationship? 
how can I find a way to knit together this relationship, right? To, to weave us together in, a, in some way, right? So if you are um, in a, uh, even a, a boss-employee relationship, you can find ways to do that, right? Bring encouragement to your boss. Ever thought about that? Uh oh. Not to be a brown noser, or <laughs> like, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying, like, be a good, genuine Christian person, or just be. If you don't know the Lord, if maybe you wouldn't even say you're a Christian, you can still encourage someone, mm. right? You can. You don't have to say it's from the Lord. Mm. Like any any love and joy that you express is from the Lord, anyways. But you don't always have to give people that disclaimer, mm. right? Like, well, I'm being nice to you because Jesus loves you. That's awesome. And yes, tell them, but it doesn't always have to come with a sticker, like, mm. you know, like name brand love. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. right? Just let it be love, right? Mm-hmm. God is love. It's in the name of love, right? I'm not trying to water down Jesus. Don't mishear me. But when you walk into these relationships, whether it's a boss and play relationship, any kind of relationship, right. look for ways that you can bring encouragement. Look for ways that you can bring connection Come and on. unity. Come look on. for ways that you can find agreement. Maybe you don't agree, agree on everything, but you can agree on something, mm. right? You can. Mm. And maybe that's just love. Mm-hmm. I can just agree to just love you. Maybe I don't agree with your lifestyle. Maybe I don't agree with how you treat me or any of those things, but I can choose, right? I don't get to choose how Come you on. treat me, but I get to choose how I treat you, how I respond, right? doesn't mean that you put yourself in an abusive situation or anything like that or that you keep yourself, you know, in a place of not being safe or anything mm. like that, but being able to respond in a way that gives that um, encouragement mm. and knitting together in yeah. a way that you can control, right? Amen. Uh, that's so important. I love that, that Paul's painting a picture of what the church should look like, right? He's painting this picture that, that the church should be a place of encouragement. Yeah, come on. It should be a place where you're knit together. It should be a place where you're, you're discovering the mysteries of God, right? Where you're, where you're discovering these things together, right? We talk about that as a church, discover, develop, deploy, right? Yeah. We're in here discovering God together. We're discovering ourselves in him together. Can I tell you anything? If you're hearing, and this is why he says this, right? In verse four, I'm telling you this so no one will deceive you with well-crafted arguments. Yeah. If people, listen, people will fail you. These two people sitting up here will fail you. We will, because people will fail you. But these well-crafted arguments, what do those look like? If it, if it creates division, the word says there should be no division in the church. If someone creates a well-crafted argument to create division, you know that's not from God. Now, I'm not saying that that person is the devil or their influence or all those things, right? Listen, but love covers a multitude, right? So when someone comes to you with those well-crafted arguments and you start thinking like, yeah, they did say that and they did do that and, and I can't believe, you're right. Oh, why are we a part of that? Tr- why are we a part of that small group? Oh, my. Are you with me? Come on. Come on. Somebody say gossip. Do not let gossip. Gossip is such a part of the church, and it shouldn't be. Yeah, come on. It shouldn't be. Oh, we should be killers of gossip. Yeah, gossip hunters. I'm looking at a bunch of gossip hunters right now. <laughs> Don't let that gossip play a part. Because those well-crafted arguments that create division are breaking the church apart. Are you with me? Yeah. And I'm telling you this so you won't let it happen. This is God's word, right? That you won't let these things happen. That even though I'm far away from you, I want you to be united. I want you to be together. I want you to be in one accord, right? Not to be led astray. Our faith together is not easily broken. Can I tell you something? When I'm out by myself, listen, the worst thing that this pandemic did is it got people to stop going to church. Now, you know what? The best thing it did is it made every church have to be online. So we're reaching tons more people. But you know what? That, that, even that in, its, in itself is a lie. Because when you're not connected, when you're not connected, find a local church and get connected. Or create a local church in your living room and bring people to your house to be a church and get connected. Right? That's, a, that's one of the visions through this pandemic that God gave me is to be able to have house churches all over the world. Where people are get, coming together and doing church together in their house. But listen, if, he's, if it's all just by yourself, the enemy wants you to be by yourself. Because if he can separate you, he can discourage you and make you unknit. 
Oh, I mean, how easy was it to be discouraged in the middle of being stuck at home by yourself? Are you with me? For, for however long that was, you know, for, it's different for all of us. But in that, man, that disconnection. But when we're together, when we're together, oh, man, I, like some of my best sermons are not preached on the platform. Some of the best sermons are having a conversation together because of what you're going through. I, can I tell you, at men's group this last week, man, they preached to me. I was sitting there so frustrated. I was having this battle with software that I lost are you with me? I could not get the computer to talk to the printer and the printer to do what the computer is saying. I was so angry. And then I go to men's group and they say, hey, we had this problem with this thing. And you know what we did? We prayed about it. I'm like, son of a, why didn't I think of that? Are you with me? And then like, we prayed about it. And then we called a repairman. The repairman came and, and we got to minister to him. I'm like, dang it. I could have evangelized out of this thing. Right? Are you with me? Right? I learned so much, but if we weren't together, I would have just stayed in frustration. Not to learn and not to grow. Are you with me? There's something about being together to be encouraged and be re-knit together. Yeah. Are you with me? Come on. Yeah, so good. In Ecclesiastes 4, um, in verse 9, it says, Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Don't stay isolated, friends. Come on. The enemy wants you isolated mm. and quiet. Time to unite. We call, we call that silent sufferers. Yep. Don't be a silent sufferer. Don't stay isolated. Don't stay quiet. If you yep. need something, if you're going through something, don't do it alone. Don't do it alone. We're in it together. Mm -hmm. But if someone falls alone... Um, is, in is in real trouble. Verse 11. Verse 11. Thank you very much. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? Verse 12. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three, or even, three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Come on. When we do counseling, oftentimes, um, I don't know if, all of you will know this movie, but um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, mm -hmm. is that what that movie is? Yep. Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. It's like a controversial thing that came out of that. But anyways. Yeah, they were our stunt doubles for that movie. Yeah. So there's this movie, and I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm probably going to if you haven't seen it. Such so an sorry. old movie. It is it's a really totally super fine. old movie, but it's really good. But anyways, the two of them end up in this battle together, not against each other, but back-to-back back against everybody else. And that's what our relationship should be, right? Not that we're you and me against the world, right? Mm. It's, it's, we say that, but in a spiritual sense, that is what we're doing, right? As a church, we should be united against the mm. world. Not the people of the Come world, on. but the, the fallenness of this world, right? The darkness mm. of this world. That's what mm. we're battling. But mm. if we're back-to-back, back, I know he's got mm. my... Six? Is that my six? I know he's got my six, and I have his six, right? Is that my? Yep, yeah, that's okay. the back. Yep, good it's job. totally my lingo. Yep. <laughs> it's like a clock, Chelsea. Twelve is in front of you. Six is behind okay, you. Okay, perfect. I'm in Three's the middle of the there. clock. Nine's I got over it. There. Okay. <laughs> but if we're united in that way, right, fighting back to back, it says a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. It mm. says that right Come there. Come on. Right? Come on. If we're focused on what God is telling us, mm. I got what is going here, and he's focused on what he's got right. going on with the Lord, right? right? But we're still going in the same direction. Mm. Only the Lord, right? Yeah, yeah. Only the Lord. Yeah. Come on. John, Michelle, can I, can I use you for a second? Ooh, Come yeah. Here. Come here. Come on. Come. Is, is, does the camera show down here or no? Do I need to bring him up? You can okay. see him? Okay, okay. yeah. Come, come right here. Come stand right here. This is John and Michelle. They're, they are gorgeous people. He, he, he's got manliness overload. It's good. It's good. You know what? This is what the enemy likes to do to, to be able to create division. He'll create an issue right here, and then he'll just walk away and let them fight over it. Let them figure it out. Hey, hey, the kids are acting up. Yeah. Oh, here, here, here's a bill you didn't expect. Yeah. Did you just get a speeding ticket? Are you serious? Right? Come on. And, and you know what that is? It's, it's, 
putting this little fire in here and trying to create an issue in here because if they're fighting each other, they won't fight the real battle. Come on. But you know what? When these two stand back to back, go ahead and stand back to back. Nothing can get in here. Now all of a sudden when, when an attack comes from this side, Michelle takes care of it. When, when an attack comes from this side, John takes care of it. Are you with me? Yeah. This, is, this is where we learn how to fight. And when we learn how to fight back to back. And you know what? When, when all of a sudden you bring in more people with it, you know, it's like, oh, we, you know what? We can't really handle this ourselves. So you know what? Now three is even better. Yeah. Three is even better because when, when these guys are getting attacked by something from the side that they can't handle, then all of a sudden I can come in and get in the middle. And then Chelsea can get on the other side and get yeah. in the middle of that, right? And when we're all in this together, look around, look around. This is your family. Online people, these are, this is your family. Like find those people that you can trust in, confide in, because we're fighting a battle together. And there's a more important battle than the one that the enemy's trying to put right here in the middle. Are you with me? There's an important battle out there. Somebody's eternity is dependent on the fact that we don't fight meaningless battles. Yeah, come on. If we keep fighting meaningless battles, we'll miss the whole point. But man, if we can get here back to back, yeah. and if we can get here ready to fight, like, I, I've got this. Hey, is anything coming on your side? Anything? Do we need to shift? Do we need to move? Because we can move as a unit. Are you with me? Yeah. And as a church, we do the same thing. We fight that battle together. We fight those things together. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. So good. <clears throat> so good. So the third point today is mm. we will walk together. Mm. Together. 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 Find relationships where you can have unity, you can have connection, mm. that you can do life together. Mm. Find relationships that cause you to want to be better, pull you to be better. Amen. You want people like that in your yeah. life. That'll rattle your cage every once in a while mm. and say, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> right? You're yep. better than this. Yep. You are amazing. Yep. You are made with the purpose to encourage them and to knit together that relationship, mm. to, to be back to back, to have mm. their six and to be able to say, hey, this might be a blind spot for you, but I got it. I'm covering you in prayer. Mm. I got this. You might be weighing over your head and drowning. Mm. Like, I... I <laughs> Just to be super vulnerable with you guys, this uh -oh. last couple of weeks has been something fun. I, I've been in over my head. Let's just keep it at that, okay? It's, you know what's funny about that is when you're in over your head, it doesn't matter how deep the nope. water is. <laughs> it totally doesn't. That's a John Maxwell quote. That's a I'm John Maxwell sure. quote. Yep. Um, you're welcome, John. Yeah, he's your friend. Yep, he's yep. my friend. Yeah. Yep. So. If you've ever seen John Maxwell talk, that's what he says. He, he says, I'm John, I'm your friend. He, he even says, you can use any of my quotes, but you're not getting any royalties. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right. But this last couple of weeks, I, I have been drowning, mm. to be quite frank. I've been dropping plates all over the place. We not, need new dishes, you guys. <laughs> not literally, oh. but like I've been dropping the ball a lot because I only have so much capacity, right? Mm. And... Um, Lynn, you have been amazing. I don't mm -hmm. want to cry, but find people like Lynn, right? She mm -hmm. has sent me a text the last couple of weeks, just a little text, just saying, you got this, or you're a rock star, because she mm -hmm. saw me having a moment a couple of weeks ago on a Sunday, mm -hmm. right? And those little things make a difference, mm -hmm. right? But I know that we're walking together. That's right. Right? And I don't have to be perfect. I don't That's have right. to have it all together, and neither do you guys, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so be in community so that when you need somebody to pick you up mm. or just to hold your arms up for a mm. minute. It matters. It mm -hmm. matters. It matters. It matters. Send those text messages. If you're feeling good, there's like a real, I don't know if you guys do real or TikTok or whatever. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. G double O D whatever, however it goes. You guys know what I mean. Okay. I should have played it, but <laughs> she watches these the like, all are like yeah. night long. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's fun. But anyways, <laughs> But be in community so that we can walk together. I like the one that was like, don't run from the Lord. <laughs> that one's excuse awesome. Me, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, I want to tell you about Jesus. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Galatians 3, <laughs> verse 26 and 27 says, For you are all children of God mm. through faith in Christ Jesus, and all who have been united with united. Christ in baptism mm. have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. Mm. When you put on, on new clothes, isn't it? Like there's a sense of pride that comes with putting mm. on new clothes, right? You put on that 
new shirt or new pants or whatever it is, like right. putting on new clothes, there's just, there's a, a confidence that comes too, right? Like, mm-hmm. ooh, I got this new thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it says to put on Christ, like putting on new clothes, put it on like with Every confidence. Day. And you want to, you, you don't want to just like get a new shirt and then put it on and then not go anywhere. You've mm-hmm. got to go somewhere. You've got to show somebody your new shirt that you just got, right? You can't just keep that at home, right? you got to be in community so you can be like, yeah, you like my new shirt? Uh Uh-huh. Right. Right? Okay? But put on Christ, like putting on new clothes. And I just, Mm. I love that because Mm. that's what we should be doing. Mm, That's so good. That's so good. Just showing off Jesus, right? Showing off his goodness. Because you know what? People need hope. Mm -hmm. They need hope. And you know what? We find hope in Jesus. Amen. When we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all other things are added to us, mm-hmm. right? We've learned today that the problems we have in our life are most of the time dealt with self. Yeah. And so if we stop looking to serve ourselves <laughs> and we start seeking after Jesus, our relationships become so much stronger. Yeah. They become more united, more connected, more together. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's when we're trying to look after me. I'm trying to get mine, right? If I start serving them, then they're going to take advantage of me. Are you with me? Yep. Come on. These are all lies from the enemy to keep you disconnected, disheartened, discouraged. Yep. Are you with me? But if, if you want to be full of passion, mm-hmm. full of heart, to see the fullness that God has for you, it has everything to do with seeking first his kingdom yeah. and yeah. his righteousness. Oh, there's just something. There's something about serving with Wendy. I love seeing Wendy up on the keys. And, and when, when, when she's serving here with us, there's just there's a passion inside of her. Yeah. That I, when I get to serve with her, I know that God is doing something. Right, Christy? Right? When I get to serve with Christy, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. The same thing. She's full of heart, full of passion. Yeah. Right? Loves Jesus. Loves people. Out over there serving coffee or loving on the kids. Right? I love serving with the twists. I love serving with the rounds. I love serving with each and every one of you. Yeah, Those yeah. of you that are online in here in the chat, encouraging each other. Yeah. Like, I love seeing that. I love seeing when people are saying, like, oh, yes, God's doing it. He's doing a big thing out in Joshua Tree. Yeah, He's doing a big thing out in Texas. Yeah. He's doing a big thing up in Oregon. He's doing a big thing out in, out in Vegas. Come on, somebody. Right? It all over the place. We're watching God move. Because when we're united, we're unstoppable. When we're united, God can do great things, right? When two or more are gathered together in his name for his purpose, oh, watch out. The world's going to change. You know, I found it so interesting. I, uh, the enemy's tactics are real. You know what? We, we, we're, we're, we're doing this thing called life, and his tactics are real. You know, I, I found we had, we had a few hundred people joining us when we were in the parking lot. A few hundred some of you remember? A few hundred. And ever since we got back in the building, ever since things got a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more lax, all of a sudden, man, it's like people, oh, you know, I'll go to church if I can, if I have time, if I got. Listen, don't neglect the gathering together, as some might do. But come together, united, to see the fullness that God has for you. Listen, there's somebody, if you're watching online right now, get to church. Get to church. I don't know anybody. Get to church. You will know somebody. Listen, was there a day when you didn't know your best friend? There was. There was a day when we didn't know our best friend. Guess what? You might meet your next best friend. You might meet your next best friend. And listen, our nation, our nation needs this now more than ever. The... the, The ideology is pushing Christ out of this country so fast. And if we don't stand united in love, listen, I'm not talking about condemning someone else's thought processes, right? I I got to be a part of of serving in this amazing country and making sure that we could stay free, whatever the per needs of the Marine Corps were. I was ready to do whatever they asked me to do, amen? But listen... I believe that God's asking us to serve. He's asking us to serve one another, love one another, to see the fullness of what he has for us. We are the evangelists of the church. We, all of us. Somebody's life is going to get changed. But only if we're listening to that still small voice and we're not listening to all those things that the enemy puts in here where we're too busy to hear his voice 
and go, oh, I need to talk to that person. I need to reach out to that person. I need to give them a call back. Come on. Oh, I haven't seen that person in a while. I need to shoot them a text and tell them I'm loving them. I'm thinking about them. Amen. Come on. We, we're going to have to work at this uni- u- unity thing. Are you with me? It's going to take some work to stay united. But I got to tell you, during all of this stuff, I've, I've been discouraged. Going like, goodness, where, what's going on with everybody? What's happening? You know? And I started thinking to myself, goodness, what, God, what am I going to do? And like Chelsea said, the last couple of weeks, just kind of feeling like you're getting beat up. But you know what? I went online and I listened to another message from another pastor who spoke into my life. And I went, mm, that's it. This morning, I was listening to a message from, from North Carolina. And they were talking about the former house isn't going to be as good as the future house. And I'm sitting there going like, Lord, I needed that. I need to remember what, what we did in the parking lot was awesome. To see 400 people come to Easter in the parking lot was awesome. But God is going to do something even better. Are you with me? God is bringing something even better. Get ready because the better is coming. Are you with me? We're going to see better. There's going to be a moment where we, we're filling that whole section up with chairs back there, filling it up to the side back there, pushing the curtains as far out to the wall as we can. And we're watching people. I, I can just imagine it seeing right now as we say, hey, do you want to give your life to Jesus? And seeing one, two, three, four, five, 20, 20 different people giving their life to Jesus on a Sunday morning. Are you with me? Come on. Because I'm believing God that the, that the former days are going to be better. We're going to watch God do things in the future that are better than what was in the former days. Amen. Oh. If you're here this morning and you haven't yet made Jesus your Lord and Savior, then today's your day. If you're here physically or you're watching online, today's your day. God's got something so big for you, so huge for you. And you know what? I know. I know it's hard because we've got to give up our old life. And we're holding on to all all these old thoughts and these old things. But God says, hey, I've got something brand new for you. All you got to do is let go of that old thing and take on this new thing. So if that's you this morning, you're like, ah, I want to be unified. I want to have people I can run with. I want to see God for all that he is and all that he has. I want to know him for myself. If that's you this morning with every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to give you that opportunity to know Jesus the way that I know Jesus. Gosh, wouldn't it be so cool to be able to just hear him speak to you, whisper to you, tell you how valued you are, how much he loves you. When you're going through hard times to say, hey, don't worry, I'm here in it with you. Mm, There's just something special about it that's you here this morning raise your hand real high and say hey that's me I want to give my life to Jesus today I see you sweetheart that's awesome that's awesome now maybe maybe you you're like hey I prayed the prayer I did the thing you know but I haven't really walked with Jesus and I want that I want to have that real relationship with him I'm tired of just playing church or going to church on Christmas and Easter and calling it good that's you and you're like I want to have a, I want the real thing I'm tired of just playing around with this if that's you raise your hand for me I'm just going to pray with you it's awesome that's so good brother I love you man so good greater things are coming greater things are coming greater things are coming that's it greater things are coming Woo. if you're watching online put it in the chat say hey that's me that's me that's me I need I want I want a real relationship with Jesus I don't want to play this thing anymore Let's just pray together. If this is your first time giving your life to Jesus, just pray with me. God, God's not waiting for you to be so well-spoken before you can talk to him. He's just a good, good father. You know what? When my three-year-old talks to me and the way he talks to me, and he, I, he, most people can't understand what he's saying when he's talking about something, right? Because he has his, three-year-olds have their own language. But you know what? A lot of us are the same way. We don't know how to talk to God. We don't know how to talk to the Father. But you know what? He knows his children. He knows your voice. He knows your heart. He knows who you are. He knows where you're at. If your vocabulary consists of more more four-letter words than anything else, hey, talk to him the way you would talk to him. Just talk to him. Say, Jesus, I need you. 
I can't do this by myself. Jesus, I want a real relationship with you. I don't want to keep playing church. I want it to be real. God, I give you my whole heart, every part of it, even the dark stuff that nobody knows about. I give you my whole heart, and I put it on the table for you this morning, Jesus. Lord, I want to be made brand new. I want to do like Pastor Chelsea was saying. I want to, I want to put on my salvation like new clothes. I want to put on Jesus like new clothes. Walk out of here brand new and share you with everyone that I meet. If that's you this morning, and you raise your hand, and you're like, hey, yeah, I'm praying that prayer. Congratulations. Today's your day. Today's the day where everything shifts. Today's the day where you're going to have a target on your back and it's going to get harder before it gets easier. But as you commit to Jesus and every time it gets harder, you go back to him. When that pressure comes, it builds you instead of breaks you. Father God, we just thank you this morning and we give our lives to you. May you get all the glory that comes from this day forward. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Come on. Somebody lift up a shout this morning. Yes, so good. Come on. Come on. We love you guys. Thank you for being here with us. And as you leave, I still see a ton of tags on the trees. Skip Starbucks this week or whatever you need to do, but grab a tag on the way out and bring those back next week. And we love you guys. And we will see you then. Come on. Thank you again for joining us. We know that this message has blessed your life and Holy Spirit's moving and speaking to you. So we're prayerful that you have an amazing week. Share this video with somebody and we pray it blesses their life too. We love you guys so much. Such an honor to worship with you and to do life with you. If you need anything, we are here, we are available and we would love to partner with you in your journey of life. Have an incredible week. We'll see you next week.